right, all you investors out there, this is the Master Passive Income Podcast. My name is Dustin Heiner, and at the Master Passive Income Podcast and everything with Master Passive Income, we talk all about passive income, and not just passive income in any way, but specifically with rental properties. Now, there are many different ways that people say that you can invest in real estate, but there's really only one way that you can invest in real estate. You know, if you flip a house, that's not investing, because if you don't flip the next house, you don't make money. If you wholesale properties, well, if you don't find the next seller and find the next buyer, you don't make money. With real estate rental properties, you're investing your money into a property and that property makes you money every single month. It's fantastic. That's how I'm able to quit my job or I was able to quit my job at 37 years old and now I will never work a job again. It's fantastic. Now today we're going to be looking at how a 401k and an IRA are the worst things that you could ever do with your money. Now, obviously, there are worse things like gambling. You could definitely throw it away in gambling. But rich people never invest in 401ks and IRAs. So don't do that if you want to be rich. I'm going to show you how you can do retirement planning with real estate and get rid of the 401k and IRA. All right, guys, let's get in there. Let's learn about how horrible 401ks and IRAs are for your money and how awesome real estate investment properties are. Let's get in there and start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your day job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. All right, guys. Now, let's get started in the show. Now, I've had many people listen to my podcast for a long time now, and they're veterans of listening to this podcast, and even people that are brand new. I want to give the opportunity, same opportunity that I'm giving to my newsletter, people that are on my newsletter. I'm giving away my ultimate real estate investing course, basically taking somebody from no business, no property, no knowledge, no nothing to having an automatic business that runs itself, getting rental properties. I'm giving that away for half off. And that is only until the end of the week. It may be Thursday, it may be Friday that I cut it off, but it's gonna be half off. If you go to my website right now and you go get the Ultimate Real Estate Investing Course, it'll be half off and you are going to see your life dramatically change because all the amazing knowledge. Now, I could go into the ins and outs of the course, but if you're interested, I'm not gonna take much more on this podcast. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash courses, C-O-U-R-E-S. And again, this will be in the description for you. But I want to give you the same opportunity because as a thank you for being a part of this podcast, you're terrific. Now I'm giving it half off and I want to see as many people change their lives as possible. So go out there and get that course before the sale ends. I would like to see as many people as possible get in there so that they can change their life. You get so many great things in the course. I'm not going to go into it. Go check it out. Now recently I saw the cover of a money magazine. Now, Money Magazine is a magazine that's been around for a very, very long time. Talks about money and finances and things like that. Basically, anything that a financial planner would want to tell you, that's what they put in there. So this is for financial planners, written by financial planners, and people like just the everyday public is supposed to read it. And so anything that is in there, a financial planner is going to try to tell you to do. I'm going to encourage you to do the exact opposite. Now, here's what I read. The very front cover 
said, and the, this is the caption. This is what the very, very front copy it says. Retire by 50 with an exclamation point and a dot, dot, dot after that or 55 or 60. And so it's basically claiming that you can retire by the age 50 or 55 or 60. Obviously, they're, they're kind of pushing it off a little bit, but you're really close to retirement age of 62 or 65, whatever it is that the government uh, you know allows you to retire. But that's what the Money Magazine had as a title. Well, I quit my job at age 37, and obviously it caught my attention, mostly because I already quit my job, and I have strong feelings about rental properties as well as stocks and 401k. So I couldn't help but grin when I saw that because after quitting my job at 37 and realizing how horrible stocks are, like basically what a stock is. If you go to the stock exchange, you buy a stock in Facebook or Amazon or GE or some big company or whatever you buy, you're basically buying a share of that company. Now, a big, big upside is that it can eventually over time, the value of that stock can go up. But you're really just hoping that it goes up or you're looking at the, the, the projections, you're looking at what they're doing for sales, how they're trying to improve the, the business to make more money. Well, they're trying to do all that stuff. You have, the downside is you have zero control over that stock. You literally cannot control if that stock goes up or down. The only thing you have control over is whether you buy or whether you sell. And so you're hoping it makes you money. Now, if you get a good stock, you get one with dividends, but the dividends are so very low that you have to have hundreds and hundreds or thousands of shares in order to actually, you know, get a dent of that. So as I was looking at this money magazine, I had to take a look at it and see what they were saying in order to be able to retire by the age of 50 or 55 or even 60. But before that, I thought to myself, why not retire at 45 or 40 or 35? Why why not why not earlier? You know, I retired when I was 37 years old, so it's absolutely possible. I have students that are going to retire or have retired even younger than that. And so what it takes to retire is to have money after you stop working. And that's the beauty of real estate rental properties is you will always have money coming in because your real estate rental properties, an automatic business where it runs itself, on top of that, it puts money in your pocket every single month. And again, I couldn't help but grid because man, I'd rather quit my job and be successfully unemployed at 35 as opposed to 60. Wouldn't you? Of course, of course, that's a rhetorical question. I know the answer is yes. So even though I already retired, I looked at the article anyways, and here's some things that it actually says. And to reset your relationship with money, whatever that means, avoid lifestyle creep. I literally wrote these down because they made me laugh. Um, home in on savings, like home, not honed, but home in on your savings. Shift into overdrive. Put a price tag on your dreams. Make sure you're covered. Play it safer. Plan for a paycheck. Get a head start. I mean, these are literally the titles of like the, the things that you're supposed to do. Stay financially flexible. Tweak your portfolio. Be flexible on a non-financial part two. I was like, my goodness, these things are so um, lame. <laughs> so how are you going to actually be able to quit your job if you don't have money coming in? You know, it says, says so a whole bunch of crazy things. Well, my perspective, I quit my job when I'm 37. And I will never, ever work a job again. Now, without the key component of passive income, anybody who tries to retire and quit their job, if they don't have passive income coming in or just income coming in, if they don't have money to spend, they're never going to make it work. 
Now, what they're suggesting is you rely on stocks, on 401ks and IRAs, and possibly even your pension. I gave up working at the county government in California, had an awesome pension. If I worked there for, I don't know, 35 years, I think I could get close to 100% of my pay. I would basically get 100% of my pay for not working because of pension. Now, here's the downside about pensions. It can be looted at any time. Anytime they can come in and make a law or do something where they take it away from you and it's literally gone. So people might say, well, they can have safeguards against that. I don't care. I wanted to be financially independent. Now, I even though I was working and making $75,000 a year, on top of that, I didn't want to wait till 68 years old to retire. Now, what I wanted to do was I wanted to retire when I was 37 as opposed to 67 or 68. Now, the day I quit my day job was the absolute best day. It's right up there with getting married to my beautiful wife, having my kids, you know, each one of them, and traveling the world, seeing all Europe, like 11 different countries in one six-week trip or going to Japan for six weeks. Quitting my job was one of the very, very best things I've ever, ever done. Now, what's interesting is I have a friend of mine who was actually let go from his job. He was let go from his job, but then I looked at him. I said, you know what? I'm excited for you. This is going to be something that you needed to do because you were able to make passive income. Now, this is going to push you over the edge so that you can actually get started because you, with that job, it's been holding you back. It's been holding you back from actually living the dream life and putting your effort into passive income. And so I'm excited for you. And that's what I was saying to my friend. And now that's what I'm saying for you too. It may be that you need a nudge to get you going. I'm not sure what that nudge can be, but you need to get over the fear of getting that very first property. Stop relying on silly things like the 401k, IRA, things like that. Now let's get into what I wanted to talk about, how you never invest in a 401k or an IRA if you want to be rich. Like I guarantee you rich people, they do not invest in those. They might, sure, they might have a little bit of money, but that's not where they get their money from. Now, if you want to quit your job, you're going to need to have passive income. And 401k and IRA, don't do that because they only give you money when you retire. Now, we've all been lied to. I'll be completely honest and say you and I have been lied to. You know, ever since we've been born growing up, we've been told, here's your plan. This is what the basically the government and the people that have told us, if you're going to be uh, successful in life, this is what you got to do. First, go to school. Number two, get good grades. Number three, go to college. Four, get a degree. Number five, use that degree to get a good job. And I believe job is J-O-B or just over broke. So get a good just over broke job. Number six, buy a home to live in. Number seven, invest in a 401k so that you can retire. Invest in an IRA or, hey, mate, we made something a little better, a Roth IRA. So a Roth IRA is going to help you out. So invest in that too. Number nine, retire when you're 65 years old or older. Number 10, try to have and have saved enough money so that you can live the rest of your life. And number 11, hope to not ever run out of money. Hope you saved enough so that you can live off of after you stop working. Well, I'll be completely honest to say my uncle, he lives in Japan, and he retired when he was 65. Now, I believe he is 76 or 78. He had to go back to work because he ran out of money. His pension's not there anymore, or it's not there. It's just not enough, and his retirement's not doing well. His, his, they don't have 401k, but you know what I mean, like the whatever it is that they have for, you know, 
buying in a stock and all that, that's not doing well or he's used it up, but he had to go back to work. He just needs more money. Now, the horrible plan that is what we just went through, no one should follow. Literally, nobody should follow this. This plan was created to make employees. Now, there are there's nothing wrong with being an employee. Many, many people need to be employees. Uh, there's not everybody is cut out to be an entrepreneur or an investor. In fact, I love love, love, love paying employees to do work that I don't want to do that they'll do. But in turn, they make me money. Like if I'm spending $5 to pay them, they're making me six or seven or $10. So whatever I put money in, I better be getting money out. If that doesn't, if they're not making me money, they're fired. They either make my life better or they make me money. One of the two. And so employees are fantastic. But I'm not sure if that's what you want. I know that's not what I wanted. So when I was 27, I started buying properties. When I was 37 years old, I I actually quit my job and it was the best day. I wrote in my book called The Successfully Unemployed. In my book, I talk about how I actually, you know, the whole process of doing all that stuff and all the lessons that I learned. So if you want to find that book, Successfully Unemployed, I have it for you. If you go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash books, and I'll show you all the 16 different lessons that I learned in quitting my job. Anyways, let's get into the problems of the 401k and IRA. Now, when you retire, depending on how you set up, the retirement income may not be what you think when you, you know, you get old. You know, inflation makes everything worth less, or your sorry, your money worth less, things worth more. Now, if you say, well, I need a million dollars to retire, and you're 30 years old, well, in 35 years from now, a million dollars might only be worth 700,000, 800,000. I don't know. It's going to be with inflation or if there's really bad inflation, it could be really bad. Now, you need to learn how to retire early with real estate and you need to have to know how to change your life. But if you're going to invest in a 401k, I got to tell you why only the poor people invest in 401ks and IRAs. So the 401k, basically it was a law created by politicians with specific rules in the law. And one major problem with the 401k the government made it so they it's basically how they wanted to set it up. Now, I guarantee you they don't invest in 401ks because they realize that they do not make money in the 401ks. It's really a way for us employees or us little people to put our money in there. What's really sad is if the politicians decide that you and I are not paying our fair share, they can literally change the laws and allow themselves to take more money from you and me in the form of taxes or even seizures or seizing property. They can literally do that. They can say, hey, you have your money in your savings account. We're just going to take that. Now, the sad thing is politicians can do whatever they want as long as they get enough votes to do it. It's really, really sad. And now let me go through the problems with a 401k. You have fees fees and even more fees. There are management fees, administrative fees, distribution fees, you know, average of 1% yearly, sales load, an average of 1.4 yearly, trading costs, an average of 0.5 to 1% yearly, access to capital gains, taxes when a portfolio is turned over. There's so many fees that the mutual funds or the 401ks and the people that run these they charge for you. They charge you. And it's just taking money out of your pocket. When you don't make that much on the stock market or mutual funds or your 401k doesn't make much money, having, if so let's just say, if the fees total up 3% 
and you only make 4%. Well, you only made 1% because they took out 3% in freeze. Also, another huge problem, you have little to no control over your money. You have no uh, control to say, I want it to go here, I want it to go there. Now, if you have a self-directed IRA, which is totally different, um, we can talk about that. I have people that have invested their money in rental properties with a self-directed IRA, but it's basically, um, you can't touch it until your retirement age. We'll get back to that. Now, you have little to no control over your money in a 401k. You basically just put your money in there and then you let it ride. Uh, number three, you're dependent on outside circumstances and influences. If the stock market crashes or the economy crumbles or something bad happens you know, with trade wars or something like that, well, your 401k value will dramatically decrease. There was a flash stock market crash in 2010. USA Today, I'll have a link in the show notes. And if you want to go to the show notes, it's masterpassiveincome.com forward slash 044, the 44th podcast forward slash 044. And also in the description, I'll have all these links for everything I talk about today. But there was a flash stock market crash. And there was basically one guy in London who was a trader who allegedly helped cause this 2010 flash crash. And it basically, it just took all the investors' money by dropping the value of the stock market, by the computer itself doing all the sales and the transaction. And imagine if one guy can impact billions of dollars in the market value in just seconds or milliseconds, how safe do you feel with your money in something that is so volatile? I mean, basically a guy in his underwear could just run a computer program and take all your money or have the value of everything drop. Next one. Your 401ks were created to supplement pensions and not to be a substitute. Now, your 401k, when they created it in 1978, people knew that other, like the, the citizens were saving money. Even before that, people used to save money. There weren't 401ks. In fact, before Social Security, people saved money because they knew the government wasn't going to take care of them. Now, with the fantastic Social Security, which I'm being sarcastic, I'm hoping that Social Security is there when I actually reach retirement age, but I highly doubt it. Just like my pension in the county government in California, more than likely it's going to get looted. Um, and so I'm not depending on that. It'll be great if it's there. You know, I, if I get, you know, an extra $1,500 for my pension when I get to retirement age and I get an extra $1,000 from Social Security, hey, it's 2500 bucks. That'd be fantastic. I can go get, you know, another house and buy another house and keep buying more properties because that's where I keep my money. Another one is 401k money is tax deferred, not tax free. You defer the taxes over time and then you get taxed when you pull the money out. You still get taxed. You don't get business write-offs like you do with rental properties. You don't get to do a 1031 exchange like you do with rental properties. You don't get to depreciate the asset over 27 and a half years like you do with real so, Again, there's so many good things about real estate and so horrible things, so many horrible things about 401ks. So it's not tax-free, but it's just tax-deferred until the very end. Another one, withdrawing money is seen as income. So not only are you withdrawing and you're getting taxed on that, but it's also seen as income. You're getting taxed again. Isn't that horrible? You get taxed at a higher rate because of an increased income. It's just horrible. Another one, here's another bad reason. The money you put in your 401k lowers your tax rate now but also your, it lowers your tax breaks for deductions like mortgage interest and others. So if you put money in a 401k, you're taking less income per year because that's not money being given to you directly. You know, it goes right into the 401k. Now it's being placed before tax, 
But what's going to happen is eventually you're going to be taxed. The government always wins. Just like in the casino, the house always wins. The government always wins. Another horrible thing. Number eight, withdrawals of the 401k can trigger much higher levels of social security taxes. Now, if you're withdrawing from your 401k, your income goes up, which may affect the rate of your taxes you may pay on your social security benefits. Man, they just keep getting you coming and going. Number nine, another one. Long investment timelines. So you must wait until the age of retirement to access any of your money without penalties. Isn't that horrible? Like, I want to spend my money now. I don't want to wait until I'm 65, 68 years old. That's horrible. Let's use it now. You know, when I'm 68, I'll probably be dead. <laughs> I won't even meet 68. I mean, Lord willing, I will, but I'll be so tired and, and cranky that I won't want to spend it. I'll just say, no, oh, this is my money. I'm going to hold on to it. I'm uh, just joking. Anyways, let's move on. Number 10. There are limits to contributions into your 401k. Like you, if you make $40,000 extra, you can't put $40,000 into a 401k. Right now, you're capped at $18,000. I believe it's $18,000 or at least it was um, $18,000 per year that you are capped into putting to a 401k. Man, with real estate, you have no cap. Just keep buying properties. Just keep buying them. If you have an extra $40,000 you want to save, store it in a investment property. Store it there. Make money on that. Here's your last one. And the reason why the rich do not need 401ks. The rich do not need 401ks because they do not leave it up to other people to control how their money is being handled. The rich, people like myself, we control our own money. We don't let other people control. Now, if you have billions of dollars or if you have like tens of millions of dollars, then you're like, hey, just I don't want to worry about it. Let me pay somebody else to do it. Well, I'm not like that. And I'm just an average person just like you. And I'm not, you know, just out of my mind wealthy and rich where I have millions and millions of dollars. No, I have enough money to pay my expenses, to go on, you know, six-week trips a year, pay all my bills, not worry about them, buy, buy whatever I want. But it's because I live within my means. I don't go you know, crazy with the spending. And I make more and more money every single month because I keep buying more properties. Now, let me go over the IRA. So that was a 401k. Let's go into the traps of an IRA. And this is the tra these traps the rich do not fall for. Like I literally took all of my money out of the stock market. I took all of my money out of the IRAs, out of the 401ks, like anything and everything that I had money that was given to somebody else to, to work and to handle. I took it all out because I make so much more money. I make money hand over fist in my real estate rental property as opposed to anywhere else. So here are some traps in your IRA. Low rates of return compared to real estate. You have very, very low rates. Like at best, your mutual fund is eight to 10% a year. That's horrible. That means if you invest $5,000 in mutual fund, you're only gonna make something like 400 to $500 per year on a $5,000 investment. And that's not bad, don't get me wrong, that's not bad. But in real estate, in one year, if you put $5,000 in one property, you can potentially make 200% or 300% returns in the first year. I give you an example in my, my articles on my website. You can get 780% or more return in one year on your money with a rental property. If you want to see that article where I show you how you can get 780% return on your money in one year, go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash 780, like 780%, but just 780, 780. So masterpassiveincome.com forward slash 780. So don't settle on 3% returns or 6% returns. Get 200%, 300%. Five, 700, 800% returns. It's absolutely doable. Now, number two, another trap that you don't want to fall into in your IRA. Only earned income can be contributed. 
Now, if you have a job where you're just over broke, you're able to contribute into your IRA. You know, the IRS states that you must earn income from a taxable compensation in order to contribute, basically a taxable wage, like a taxable job that you have just over broke, a taxable job. Now, these would include wages, salaries, tips, bonuses, commissions, professional fees, you know, things like that. But if you have investment income from passive income, you cannot put those in those. Those are excluded from putting into an IRA, which is totally fine because anybody who actually buys their first rental property, they're realizing, man, I'm making $250 a month in passive income, not doing a thing. In $250 in one month, well, they're telling me for $5,000, I can make $200 in one year. I'd rather make $3,000 in a year because 250 times 12, 12 months, that's $3,000. I'd much rather do that. So... Anybody who actually realizes that passive income in rental properties is going to make them so much more money, they'll start thinking, how do I buy more? You know, how can I get more? All of my students keep thinking, man, how do I get the next one? Or how do I get the first one? It's just, how do I get more? Now, the third, third thing in your IRA that's going to be a pitfall for you. The more you make, the less you can contribute because of income limits. Now, if you earn more than $118,000 a year, which I know not all of us do. I I know I did. I only made like 78 at the time. Um, uh, but if you make $118,000 a year as a married couple, you are cut off from contributing to an IRA because of the income levels that the IRA has. It's really, really silly. Anyways, you have caps at certain levels that you cannot put into your IRA. Number four, tax risk with before and after tax contributions. Now, depending on which you prefer, an IRA or an, a Roth IRA. Roth IRA, basically, you get taxed before and don't get taxed after. IRAs, you don't get taxed before, you get taxed after. It's, it's just stupid. But anyways, your contributions will not be deducted from your income, your income taxes. A Roth IRA is invested with after-tax dollars. So you get taxed once, put in your pocket, then you put in an IRA, the Roth IRA, and then you get it out without being taxed. And you just get taxed on the interest you make. Anyways, so, so stupid. But you miss out on things, like I said, like depreciation. The IRS lets you depreciate a rental property for 27.5 years. So if you buy a house for $200,000, will you break that down for 27.5 years? That is how much you can take out of your taxable income. Now let me make it super, super simple. If you have a property that is, you buy it for $200,000, over 27.5 years, you know, if you divide 200,000 by 27.5 years, that is basically $7,300 for one property that is reducing the amount of taxable income. So if you make $100,000 a year, you'll minus $7,300 from that $100,000. So you're now down to $92,700 that you're going to be taxed on. Hopefully that makes sense. Anyways, with real estate rental properties, you can depreciate that and lower the amount of money that you you report as a taxable income. Now, operating expenses, like I said, anything that you pay for your property, even flying out to visit your property. Let's say you get a rental property in, Ohio, in um, uh, not Ohio, because nobody wants to fly out there. Sorry if you live in Ohio. I have properties in Ohio. I don't want to fly there. But if you have a property in Hawaii and you need to go out and visit it, man, hey, no, I got to double check to make sure my property is good. You fly out there, all that's paid for. All your food, all your travel, all that sort of stuff, um, that's all paid for because that's a business expense. Ownership expenses like property taxes, your mileage, running your business, and you're driving around, visiting properties, your cell phone bill, your professional fields like your accounts and lawyers, all that stuff is an expense that you can deduct. It's fantastic. All right, now, your fifth trap that comes with an IRA 
is giving money to heirs. So a traditional IRA requires you withdraw your earnings at 70 and a half years old, which may not work with you if you have other plans. Like I didn't want to wait till I'm 70 and a half years old. If you do not need your money at 70 and a half and you want to let your money keep growing, well, they force you. You have to start, you have to start pulling the money out. You must withdraw the money and be hit with taxes. You can take your earnings and find other investment vehicle like real estate, but you get, it's, it's really horrible. Now, another one, substantial holding period. Because the Roth IRA is funded with after-tax earnings, you have to withdraw your money it is tax-free. You know what? There's a couple more like lack of access to your money and things like this. I think I'm just getting into the weeds with this. Like, Hopefully you understand. It's horrible. Do not put your money in your IRA and 401k. I literally cashed out every penny of those because I make more money in real estate. Even with the fees of cashing it out, even with the taxes of cashing it out, even with all those problems, I still cashed it out. Now, let me give you a tip, a pro tip. If you want to cash out of these 401k and IRA, what I suggest you do is find a rental property first. Find a property that you want to buy. So don't cash out. Let's say you have $100,000 in your IRA or 401k. Don't just cash it out and take all the money out right then because it just stops growing and, or you know, as little as it does grow, but you'll get taxed on all that at one time. What I would do, I'd find a property, get it under contract, get it ready to buy, be ready to fund. So instead of going to a bank and getting a loan, use that money to buy the property. Once you buy that property, you have that. And so let's say that you buy a property that's worth, that's $50,000. I know people listening, if you're living in California, New York, and other places, you're like, $50,000, I'd love to buy a house for $50,000. Well, there are, there are plenty of properties. In fact, I think um, just recently, one of my students just bought like a $20,000 property. A $20,000 property making 600 bucks a month, that's some good money, especially when you buy cash. That's just extra money in your pocket. Now, let's say if you have $100,000, you only pull out $50,000. Well, you're only getting fees and taxes on that $50,000 at one time. So you're not hit all at once with 100,000. So that's what I would suggest as a pro tip. Take it out as you need it. And then you spread out that, you know, a little bit of pain that you have. But I'm telling you, when you take out that money to buy real estate rental properties, all those fees that you're going to potentially be paying, they're going to be wiped out by how much crazy, ridiculous money you're going to make with real estate rental properties. So I got a few more in there, but I don't want to go over them because it's just kind of hurting my brain. Hope You're more than like, like probably everybody's turned off this podcast by now because it's so boring how stupid 401ks are and it's so horrible. So passive income is something that I am encouraging you guys to do. Now, what I want to do that I'm going to wrap everything up because like I said, this was such a boring podcast, but I wanted to get out there because I wanted everybody to realize there are better ways to have your money. If you want to start investing in real estate rental properties, I have a free course for you. Masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Now, again, I I said I'll have these in the show notes for you. So if you go into description in your podcast player and hit the description, I'll have these links in there for you to jump on those links, get these things that are going to hopefully change your life. Now, I'm telling you, (laughs) real estate rental properties are the best way to go. I'm being completely serious now. I have... I just realized how amazingly blessed I am to not need to worry about money. Like I almost think life is too good. Like something is bound bound to happen. That's really, really bad. But I keep praying that it doesn't. You know, Lord bless me to get this far. And I keep saying, hey, God, this is all your money. I'm just going to try to be as best of a steward as as I can and, you know, give as much as I can and 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 serve you. And so anyways, all that to say, 
I am very, very blessed. And this is what I want for you. I want to see you change your life. All of my coaching students are going through the process of getting their first property or even getting their 10th property. They're changing their lives. And I want to see you do the exact same. I want to see you being like me. I'm just a normal person just like you. You can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. Now, I, like I, I've said many, many times, like, I am not a rich guru. I'm not one of those uh, Grant Cardones, I could say. I'm not like that. I'm just a normal person. I live, honestly, I'm, I've, I'll, I'll be completely transparent. I live in a 1,250 square foot house. The reason why, I had a 2,400 square foot house in California. I wanted to move out to Arizona because California was getting really expensive. The laws were pretty rough and so many other things. But I said, you know, I already have a rental property in Arizona. I want to live close to my in-laws. Let's go live in that. So we literally up and moved. Didn't need a job because I didn't need to have to worry about money. So I moved into our rental property that a tenant was moving out of. It's small and I have four kids. But hey, I'm making it work. Eventually, hopefully in the next year, maybe two years, we're going to be um, moving up to Idaho, where in Idaho, we're going to be able to get a plot of land, hopefully get 100 to 200 acres, a small house, maybe, I don't know, 1,500, 1,800 square foot, something like that, just something small. But we want land. We want to be able to spread out, want to be able to go hunting or yeah, hopefully the river go through. Anyways, I'm kind of giving you my, my dreams, but eventually we'll get there. But I'm living what I'm saying. I'm just a normal person. Like if you see me driving my 2007 Honda Odyssey, you'll think, man, that guy doesn't have that much money. You know, he's driving that old beat up old Honda Odyssey. Well, you know, I just spend my money the way I want to spend it. Last year in 2018, I took a six week trip around Europe. I mean, it costs like 15, 20 grand for all, maybe more. I can't remember. I just, I didn't even bother counting the cost because I had the money. I said, let's just do it. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. And so my four kids, my wife and myself went through 11 different countries on six weeks. The year before in 2017, I took my dad, my four kids, and my wife through Japan for a six week trip. This year, our trip is going to be to go to Washington, D.C. and Virginia and Philadelphia and so many other places all over just seeing all that history because we homeschool our kids. What better education are they going to get than actually applying? Like when we went to Dunkirk to see where, you know, if you've seen that movie Dunkirk, it's amazing talking about the the um, uh, Germans trying to kill off all the soldiers. It was horrible. Anyways, watch the movie if you wanted to learn more history. But I took my kids to Dunkirk and they got to see this whole entire area where World War II was. They got to learn about World War II. Anyways, so this year we're going to be learning about American history. We're super, super excited. Last year we learned about Europe history history and went all through those different countries is terrific because I spend my money the way I want to spend. I buy the things that I want, not the things that I need. Now, I will probably buy a, a newer car or a new car sometime in the future. My wife is asking me, hey, you know what? You know, it'd be nice to get something newer. I'm like, uh, I'll look into it. So we'll see. Maybe in the next few podcasts, I might have something for, for you to, to show you that I might buy. But anyways, you guys, I, I even though I've been rambling and this was such a horribly boring, if you're still with me, you're fantastic. I really appreciate it. If you got anything out of this podcast, share it with somebody else. I hope you're doing well and I hope you change your life with real estate rental properties. Let's get started. Let's change our lives. Let's get passive income so we can live the dream life. And remember, I have my sale going on for my ultimate real estate investing course. It'll take you from having no money, no knowledge, no properties, no business, no nothing to where you have an automatic business running itself. So go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash courses, C-O-U-R-E-S forward slash courses. All right, you guys get out there, take care of yourselves, start investing and live the dream life. See ya.